0: Good day, gang, and welcome to the EMS Board and College Series, sponsored by QuickMed Claims. My name is Ed Morasco, and I'll be your host for this episode of our podcast. Today, we're going to touch on a leadership topic that's near and dear to my heart, and that is succession planning. Look, EMS is a relatively young profession. And some of the challenges faced by our community today are old world problems for many of our peers around both healthcare and the public safety sectors. As the early leaders in our profession approached our golden years, probably for the first time in our, uh, our history, the question of future leadership looms large. We face substantial clinical, operational, and financial challenges. As a community, we pride ourselves on preparation and planning along with the flexibility to adapt to changing circumstances. Let's face it, it's the nature of our work. We have to get out in front of it and we have to make sure we can pivot on a dime when things change, whether we're taking care of patients, responding to a disaster, or any other real general EMS operation. So with respect to leadership, a key aspect of our preparation is succession planning. And that is identifying, recruiting, supporting, and grooming future leaders within our organizations. It's one of the most important responsibilities that we have. When I was doing a little research on the topic, I unearthed an old Deloitte Consulting study that was focused primarily on healthcare leaders. And in fact, 80%, excuse me, 86% of the leaders surveyed by Deloitte Consulting believe that leadership succession planning is either urgent or important. Now here's the interesting other piece of that study. And that is only 14, percent believe they do it well. So this discrepancy is pretty concerning. And the question is, why is there such a gap? Well, let's explore succession planning a little more deeply. And that might uncover some reasons for that gap outlined in the study. First of all, let's talk about why bother. What are the key benefits of effective succession planning? Well, number one, one of the benefits is likely going to be stronger culture. The proactive process of identifying and advancing leaders who embody the organization's mission, vision, and values drives more alignment throughout the organization. Let's face it, when you're out there talking about these important items in the organization, you're trying to identify uh, members of the team who might be aligned, the word gets around. If we grow leaders who are aligned, and at the same time, we send a clear message to those within our organization who may not be aligned, then we're helping move that cultural uh, 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 part of the enterprise forward. The second thing, is we have an opportunity to identify a more diverse group of leaders. If we carry out a very objective, unbiased identification process, more than likely, we're going to end up with a diverse and effective leadership team. It's important that we're very deliberate in this approach and that we really truly identify those folks who are on board and want to eventually find themselves with more leadership responsibility in our organizations. I believe firmly that the third positive aspect or benefit is that we're gonna get higher quality decisions throughout the organization. Working closely with staff and existing leaders to cultivate their leadership skills and engagement will promote better decision-making at all levels throughout the organization. We have team members every day making decisions decision on behalf of the organization. When they walk into someone's house, when they interact with the emergency department staff at the hospital, Uh, when they're interacting with other public safety professionals, we want them to make those decisions as if we, the leaders of the organization, were right there with them helping them make it. But we have to have that confidence that they're gonna follow the thought process that we would hope they would. So these decisions really should be reflective of our values. The fourth key benefit is retention success. And gosh, we've got more challenges in our industry today than ever before both on the recruitment and on the retention side. So a deliberate approach to succession planning provides enhanced career development opportunities for emerging leaders, and hopefully it'll drive greater engagement and ultimately greater retention of our people. We know that uh, overt career paths within an organization can be a very effective retention tool. We should be very, very clear about these paths and communicate them to our staff members. The next benefit that I wanted to talk about is stability. Look, working to cultivate new leaders for the organization often results in greater resiliency and a sense of stability for the organization. Most EMS agencies are tied to specific communities and we interact with a lot of people around our communities. There's certainly an advantage to maintaining a team of well-respected, familiar leaders, again, from throughout the organization, from that frontline crew chief, to the person who's the executive director that are familiar throughout the community it's incredibly important to have that continuity and that sense of stability and i believe having a good succession planning exercise and approach is something that will send a message to the people we interact with that we're a stable organization so with all these benefits why in the world was a cigar store difficult well let's explore some of what those challenges might be, first of which is accountability. One of the biggest areas of confusion is who has responsibility, and I mean primary responsibility, to champion the process of succession planning. Is this a human resources function? Does this function fall with executive leadership? Does it rest with each individual leader within the organization? I'm not sure there's a right answer, but I think to be successful, these questions must be answered very deliberately by the organization. And perhaps, just in my humble opinion, the answer might be that there's a little bit of accountability at all of those levels that I mentioned. Now, the other thing that makes this a challenge is it can be kind of nerve-wracking. Let's face it, the process of identifying and coaching's one replacement is not always a comfortable process. It's human nature for us as individuals to desire desire some level of stability and predictability in life, especially when so many aspects of life around us these days are out of our control. So in the middle of a pandemic, with all the challenges leaders in EMS face, do we really want to be out there trying to identify the person who's going to replace us at some point in the not too distant future? But I would argue with you that One of the most important roles we have is to identify and groom our replacement, whether that's this week, next week, or 10 years from now. Very important that we spend that time and energy. The next area of concern might be stability concerns. Identifying and cultivating new leaders implies that change is coming. It's often difficult to battle the perception that working to develop new leaders necessarily means that the existing leaders are on their way out. And if, us, if we're gonna be effective, for us to be effective as leaders, we certainly don't want that perception that we are lame ducks or short timers. So some constituents out there within our organizations may view this as a lack of stability within the organization. It's important to communicate throughout the organization at all levels what our intent is. And that is that we wanna grow the talent we have in the organization and help every team member reach their full potential. If we communicate that effectively, we can certainly allay any fears about instability. The next challenge is time horizon, right? Solid succession planning is something that truly evolves over time. Is it a long-term exercise? Many leaders view the expectations and incentives as more short-term Uh, a more short-term part of their orientation. In other words, they're focused on the here and now and trying to achieve those goals that have been laid out for them in this year. And if really succession planning is something that we consider a long-term exercise, if I'm a leader, am I really gonna focus on the long-term exercise of succession planning versus the four or five objectives that have been outlined for me in this particular year? So there's a little bit of of a dichotomy there. And if we're really going, going to make it an important part of our, uh, our leadership sort of expectations, then we have to make sure that we're tracking and measuring the results, even if they don't really come to fruition until several years downstream. It requires a mindset on the part of our existing leaders that covers both short-term objectives and long-term goals. So we identified some of the positives and some of the challenges. Where do we go from here? Well, I think succession planning is something we need to be very, very careful and very, very thoughtful about, but it's also something that we need to be motivated for. We need to make sure that it's a priority for our organization. And that means everybody from the frontline supervisor all the way up to our board of directors. We need to make sure that everybody places equal um, uh, sort of emphasis on the reasons that we're doing succession planning and what we hope to accomplish. And look, for no other reason, be selfish. For many of us, there is an expectation that we'll stay uh, stay connected to the communities that we currently serve throughout our EMS careers. We may live during our golden years in these same areas. We may come back to visit family and friends as we age. We may still have loved ones who'll be lifelong residents of the communities we're currently serving. Our goal should be to entrust our EMS organization to the best best and brightest that we have available to us as we approach the time in our lives when we may be more apt to use the services than to provide them. In these challenging times, it's important to understand that quality leadership is more important than ever before. So I leave you with those thoughts with respect to succession planning thank you so much for listening we're delighted that we've had such a welcome response to our podcast here at quick Made claims and we're anxious to continue to be in front of you and provide useful information so have a great day and as always hey be safe out there